Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This week on The Kindness Project, we talk about chip forks, celebrities, and we have part two of our interview with Eddie Ross from Into The Mind podcast. Welcome everyone to The Kindness Project. I'm joined by a man who now owns a bike rack. It's Chris Dane. And I am joined by a young lady, not a girl anymore, a young lady who thinks chip folks makes people happy. It's Charlotte Dane's, how are you doing? They do make people laugh. They, um, do, they do make people yeah. laugh. Tell, tell, you, tell you chip folks, sorry. I have two chip forks, and I said to someone earlier, uh, they were going on about something. <laughs> I love the compassion they were going yeah. on about. Well, it. I don't remember it because they were upset my, about something. Yeah, my brain's been a bit slow today because I didn't have any caffeine this morning. That's not the point. Um, <laughs> and and I felt in my pocket and I felt two chip forks that I'd picked up um, at the canteen and. I pulled one out and I said, can I offer you a chip fork in this trying time? Yeah, like a chip fork saves uh, saves the day. And uh, we are joined by a man who's meant to be producing the podcast, but he's too busy checking his phone, Russ. I saw that. <laughs> it's Russell Gaines. How are we doing? Oddly enough, don't we? It's work emails, not... Ha, suck no, it, no, 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 no. You don't... Yeah. don't there is no such thing as multitasking. And the reality is, if you're checking your phone at a time when you're meant to be producing the podcast, that is, regardless of what the emails are, you should be doing that it. Is, is, focus on the task at hand. That is correct. I should. And, and, uh, and, and, uh, and I know it's how you've skirted over the bike rail. The bike rail? What bike yeah, rail? Yeah, what are you doing with a bike rail? I am. I, I'm not skirting over it. I've got a bike rack. I am commuting to work on my push bike on a uh, on a daily basis. And you know what the most embarrassing thing is? I've been doing that for a few weeks now. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I tell you what, though, today has been the coldest it's been, and it's meant to be. Did you it's say? It's coming it, colder. Uh, I saw. Uh, I've read four or five news articles now saying that there is a Arctic is up north. Arctic. I get Antarctic and Arctic. Arctic so yeah. there's an Arctic wind coming. Only Russell can see the hand movements I'm making, but there's an Arctic wind coming down. And so it said it could reach as low as Brighton, which means that we are likely to get hit with sort Look, of. The, the reality is that next, next few weeks it's going to get cold. And I will be biking every single day in that cold because I've got triple layers on. I'm, I'm keeping warm. But the embarrassing thing is, and for the first time since Russ put a stick in the front wheel of my bike when we were yeah. when I was eight, um, I fell off my bike the other day. So I'm riding along the. Uh, I'm well, sorry, you like? I was trying to hold a burp in to respect the podcast's integrity. I, I thought you was going to say you was just meant to do a burping, wasn't it? Um, so I'm riding, I'm riding my bike along uh, anybody who knows East London particularly well may know the old A13 1306 bit of road chat yeah um, uh, I was riding at night along there I had my lights on but I didn't see <laughs> the bottom of a safety traffic cone uh, uh, now I, I assume that safety traffic cones are designed to keep you safe 
not that one, because it wasn't attached to the top. It was black and dark, and I fell right over it. Uh, like did a like like a somersault over my handlebars, and ended up smack bang on the floor. Um, and for the first time in a long time since probably I when Russell tripped me off that bike that time, I should remember. Um, uh, I've I had, I've got a grazed knee. <laughs> I've not had a grazed knee for oh, years. Did you whip your trousers? Did you? Sorry. Did you whip your trousers? No, I didn't. Because my trousers are pretty. A pretty robust, but I didn't I see a funny story about a woman that reviewed some leggings the other day. Oh, she fell down a mountain, <laughs> the leggings was totally intact. Yeah, apparently. I read about that story. Can yeah. you tell me a bit more about it? So this woman, um, there's a picture of it, and she wore these leggings and she fell down the side of a mountain, and there's just a bit a picture of her clinging to the side of this mountain, and she's like, These leggings held out while I was falling down the mountain. Job done. Good leggings. You want you want leggings that <laughs> stay intact while you're falling down the mountain, don't you? That's good. Did she was she alright? I mean, clearly she ends up as she wouldn't have wrote, wrote the review, but yeah. So uh, maybe I should maybe I should review my chinos, my Marks and Spencer's chinos, saying Marks and Spencer's chinos. You fall off a bike and they keep you pretty robust. Marks and Spencer's I mean, other me, but... other chino manufacturers are available clearly. And a, for, but if uh, if Marks and Spencer's do want to uh, give us some sponsorship, we love your chinos or a free pair of chinos. I'll take a free pair of chinos for myself. Yeah, I, 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 I don't mind a, a free pair of chinos. What would you like, Marks and Spencer's for us? Uh, nothing from Marks's. I prefer white rose. You prefer white rose? What you have white rose? I, I usually buy medium white rose. The quality is white rose. Well. <laughs> white rose. <laughs> what is white rose? <laughs> white rose, you mean? No, we're not all putting up market. You pretend to be. But I don't Sorry, no, I, no, 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 no. The I, name. I the, thought white rose was a posh shop. No, no, no. The name of the shop shop is W A R T R O S E. White rose. That's how you say it. What are you saying? You said white rose. I tripped you off a bike once, I can do it again. White rose? Sorry, say again? I tripped you off a bike once, I can do it again. Uh, okay, you can find me cycling in white rose. Be careful. I'll be cycling around white rose right for you. I might, I might come and stay and hide under your bed and kick you a little. <laughs> <laughs> you did that already, Rose, didn't you? <laughs> That's your, that's your Saturday night hobby. Um, anyway, on that note, we have got a question in the podcast, as we always do. Um, what's your favourite supermarket and official question in the podcast? What's yours, Russ? White Rose. White Rose. White Rose is, is Russ's. Um, I quite like a bit of Sainsbury's. Good I like a bit of Sainsbury's. I mean, I know, I know mum shops in like one of those like sort of budget little Aldi places for the for the essentials, but we shop um, at Lidl. Well, Lidl. Lidl. Lidl, wasn't it? Um, uh, I found my weekly shop at uh, Morrison's. Morrison's, okay. Supermarket chat, super stuff. That's not the question of the podcast. The question of the podcast is what song always makes you smile? Anybody want to answer? Walking on Sunshine. Walking on Sunshine. That is a track spoon. How about yours, Russ? Where you been a cotton eye job? 
<laughs> Is that song no, oh, not God. about sexually transmitted diseases? Well, Is it? Yeah. I'm not sure it is. Amos, where you been cutting over us? <laughs> where you been cutting over us? Whose bed you been lying under? <laughs> Why'd you be up in the bed? Can us go go? There we go. <laughs> where you been cutting? I didn't realise that. It was about... There are four... No, no, did I? There are quite a few old songs that are about... Is that is that change of context a bit, Russ? No. You want to pick a new song, Russ? You want to pick a new song? I thought it was about a case called Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but it's where has he got to, Cotton Eye Russ? It's not a. Uh, it's not anymore. It's, it's Cotton Eye Russ now. That's what we're calling it. <laughs> where you got to, Cotton Eye Russ? Why are you making all that fuss? Um, so it's not the words Cotton Eye Joe, but no. everybody do see do. Let's sing it. Um, I tell you what, though, I mean, you couldn't have picked a worse song apart from your second choice, Crazy Frog. <laughs> no, oh no, you're not going for that one. Okay, fair enough. So, ladies and gents, why oh, you haven't answered? Uh, I quite like Bring Me Sunshine. By Malcolm and Wise. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, there's so many. Three Little Birds by Bob Marley, I love. Cotton Eye Russ by <laughs> Cotton Eye Russ. <laughs> uh, where you got to, Cotton Eye Russ? Why are you making all that? That's not how Cotton Eye Joe goes. <laughs> no, it's not how Cotton Eye Joe goes, but it is how Cotton Eye Russ goes. It's the sequel to Cotton Eye Joe. Um, uh, anyway. Cotton Eye Russ, uh, where do people hear about us? Does Russell know? Russ is getting hey. a go at this today. Go on in, Russ. Where can people find us? You can find us on Facebook, at Hola Kindness. Hola. Hola. Not, Hola. not on Facebook, you don't. Not on Facebook. It's a kindness oh. project on Facebook. No. You're going wrong day one, Russ. First chance. Yeah. I've made sure that at Hola Kindness... You can find us on Facebook. I'm looking for it now. Where at, else can people find us? At Holler Kindness on Twitter. The email address is Holler at Holler. Holler? Holler? I mean, 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 <laughs> Go on. Holla at the kindnessproject.co.uk. You can find us on the web at the kindnessproject.co.uk. Or http double dot slash slash. What? The kind- What's the double dot slash slash? The, the kindnessproject.co.uk. Right, whoever does that anymore? HTTP double dot slash slash. Russ, you don't have to. We're not living in 1991, Russ. I think we're mainly correct, though. You can't find us that way. 
You can, you can. And I've just put hollow kindness in Facebook, and Maz is right. It does come up with a kindness project straight away. Well, why so, was it saying the full title? Well, if well, you just Google the kind, if you just put the kindness project in Facebook, you'll find us. If you Google the kindness project, you'll find us. We're yep. all over the show. If you Google us and go well, on the website, all of the social media should be on there anyway. Sorry, sorry, and, that's not quite true. The kindness project podcast, Google. The Google the Kindness Project podcast, and you will find every single episode we have ever done, and questions, uh, and and questions the podcast, and all that sort of stuff on the website. One oh, thing, <laughs> one thing we're rubbish at, which we'd love you to do, listeners, is leave us a review. So we've been lucky enough over the uh, history of our podcast to for loads of people to write really nice stuff about what we do. We'd still love it um, uh, and we'd love to carry on. Uh, but what helps us is if you recommend a friend to w- listen to The Kindness Project, that would be amazing. And if you can um, just leave us a review on any of the platforms uh, 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 platforms, sorry, the podcast platform of your choice that does us a massive favour as well. And on that note, can we get on with the show? So, first thing I want to talk about is one little bit of the kindness news. Now, I've just told Russell about. Checking his phone while. Sorry, his, I just wanted his, to see if we had any reviews on Google and I uh, on Google Podcasts. I actually can't find us on Google Podcasts. Why are we not on Google Podcasts? Oh, on, we are on Google Podcasts. They're updating their system. They've been doing it for nearly a month now. Oh, They're okay. updating all their systems, and and yeah, it hasn't come back up yet. We are on Google. He's on it. We are on Google Podcasts. Because you sent me the one where Dad removed the picture, didn't you? Yeah. But they're updating it all now. Let's get on with kindness news, uh, because it's all got a bit technical. Um, uh, Let's talk about Marvel, kindness news, Marvel edition. It's not. It's celebrity edition. Uh, Celebrity Marvel edition. No, it's not. It's just celebrity Um, edition. Okay. Chris Evans becomes Captain America again. For a six-year-old who saved sister from dark. Chris Evans' Captain America is coming out of retirement. Though Avengers, Avengers Endgame seemed like the last time we'd see Evans as a character, the actor adopted the persona again to re- uh, recognise a real-life hero, six-year-old Bridger Walker. On the 9th of July, Bridger put himself between a charging dog and his four-year-old sister, suffering several injuries to his face and head. He apparently said later, if someone had to die... I thought it should be me. Do you remember that time when I saved you when a radiator nearly dropped on your ass? <laughs> I, I, I remember you mentioning it once or twice. And they're not mentioning it, it happened. You literally, I, the radiator fell down. I held the ra- radiator, you ducked under, and I'm left there holding the radiator. Just I'll, I'll, I'll fire a minute. You come out with these wacky stories about holding radiators. <laughs> it's true. Are you denying you put a stick in my wheel being, and I fell over being, my BMX? Being thrown off a BMX bike. I don't know if you remember, but I hit you with a metal grill on the field over by our way. You're not making it better for yourself. I'll tell you what I remember. I remember you poking a wasp's nest and running all the way. I around, remember right? that. 
I didn't poke it. I poked the stick out. Let your stick in. Right, anyway. Anyway, I saved Russell from, from a radiator. And I never got Captain America come to see me, but uh, Bridget definitely deserves this. To be fair, was Captain America uh, around in your childhood? No, Chris Evans wasn't, wasn't, because I was a child in the 80s. Um, He apparently said, like, if someone had to die, I thought it should be me. Bridget's surgery lasted around two hours, and he got more than 90 stitches. His aunt shared the story, hoping to, hoping to get Bridget some encouragement for his fate from his favourite big screen superheroes and the Avengers assembled. Oh, like this. Since that time, the family said they've heard from Hugh Jackman, Anne Hathaway, Zachary Levi, Mark Ruffalo, Tom Holland, the Rus- Russo brothers, and Robbie Amell. And on Wednesday, it was Evans' turn. Um, and Evans put something, uh, sent him a video, um, and um, uh, watched uh, Bridger, uh, who is a massive fan of Captain America, in a Captain America suit. On the video, he said, hey, Bridger, Captain America here, Captain America here, how you doing, buddy? I've read your story, I saw what you did, and I'm sure you've heard a lot of this over the last couple of days, but let me be one to tell you, pal, you're a hero. What are you thinking about that story? <laughs> so you've got a cough coming. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what you did was so brave, so selfless. Your sister is so lucky to have you as a big brother. Your parents must be proud of you. Evans continued saying it's him. Bridger, an authentic Captain America shield, and even though his recovery is tough, there's nothing that can slow him down. Marvel, you may have just found your next Captain America. Um, I thought Sam Wilson was the next Captain. Well, I mean, let's not go down a Marvel rabbit hole, but um, but yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we do love a bit of Marvel. Maybe if um, oh, I know about this next one. Maybe well, you can tell everybody about this one, but maybe if Twitter existed. When that radio nearly fell on Russell, I'd be the current Captain America. When I'm fire, I could be the current Captain America as long as all the bad guys ride bikes. <laughs> <laughs> or you share the bunk bed with a bad guy and you punch him with a stick. It's you and that stick, Russ. I'm sure you. I'm sure you. It's punch. all the same stick. It is. It is. Listen, let's not let's not pretend that. the other people were the bad that's guys. You're the one with the stick. That's the same stick that he used to threaten us with. Then lived <laughs> under the stairs. You're 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 like a super villain man with stick as a super villain, right? To be fair, there is that guy that can just turn into ice cream, and that's his superpower. Who's that? Uh, ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah, so have you just made that up? No. In what universe is that? I think it's Marvel. Ice cream. Okay. I think it's in the comics. Right, tell us about Harry Styles. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, oh, this is in the mirror. I was reading the mirror the other day. <laughs> I was looking in the mirror the other day. <laughs> I don't like looking in the mirror. <laughs> I'm talking to the man in the mirror. I don't really talk to the man. I'm asking you. Anyway, there isn't a man in my mirror. I hope not. As long as there's not a man in your cupboard. (laughs) If you just imagine, right, you open your cupboard, there's a man in your cupboard, it's Russell with a stick. (laughs) 
No, no, because I don't I, let it do you do you don't let Roger Ryan is. Um, anyway, my radio doesn't work. You're interrupting me. I wouldn't let Russell in my club, but I keep a sword in there. Um, Harry Styles paused concert to help nervous fan come out to her mother in the sweetest way. Harry Styles helped a nervous fan come out to their mother live on stage. The former One Direction star was performing during the Milwaukee leg of the His Love on Tour concert series on Wednesday night when the sweetest moment... This is an old article. When the sweetest moment happened, fan McKinley McConnell was in the crowd at Fiserv Forum with a sign that read, My mum is in section 201, help me come out. Harry, a vocal supporter of the LGBTQ plus community, was more than happy to help out. Seeing the sign, the star had a microphone out for McKinley to break the news herself, but the nervous fan got stage fright, telling the singer there were a lot of people present. <laughs> Ever the ally, Harry stepped in to get the message across to the other side of the audience. The, the sign of the time singer... 27 made the announcement on behalf of his young fan telling thousands in the arena lisa she's gay <laughs> i love this right, lisa. there's a video i love it the crowd erupted into cheers and applause as harry shouted into his microphone the stadium cameras then quickly turned to mckinley's mother lisa lisa who <laughs> was overcome with emotion motion after hearing her daughter's announcement via an international pop star there's a typo there um it's the mirror yeah. <laughs> now i don't want to ruin a moment but wouldn't it be nice if you were a little bit closer together harry joked referencing the difference between mother and daughter oh very nice. wait wait wait, wait, wait. Well, i just oh, want to scrub there's more um, mckinley took to twitter shortly afterwards to share the precious moment with our followers and thank the staff for his help taking harry in the tweet she wrote a moment that will actually be with me forever thank you for creating a safe place for me Thank you for letting me grow alongside you as a fan. Thank you for helping me know who I am. Thank you. Elsewhere on Twitter, her Twitter account, the fan shared snap shared a snap of her mother, the famous Lisa, support sporting some Harry Styles merchandise. There's another typo. In a sweet image shared by McKinley, this can be seen. They can be seen beaming from the camera and proudly holding up a t-shirt with the former X Factor stars facing it. Everyone be Lisa! McKinley began her tweet. She is overjoyed and also wanted everyone to know she had the best time and couldn't stop dancing tonight. She wanted me to show you she got all the merch. So thanks so much for all the love. Um, this isn't the first time Harry's helped a fan come out during a performance. In 2018, the singer pulls the gig midway to, through to assist a fan coming out to her mother. While attending the gig in California, fan Grace displayed, displayed a double sign that read, I'm going to come out to my parents because of you. Speaking to BuzzFeed, Grace said she made the sign as Harry is a proud supporter of the LGBTQ plus community and makes fans feel comfortable with who they are. Harry didn't just say the sign, he stopped the kids to chat with Grace and ask her mother's name. With his fan's permission, he announced on stage, Dana, he's gay! <laughs> she's gay! And Lisa, she's gay as well. To have Harry well, not... Lisa and Tina are gay, their daughters are gay. Tina, Lisa, your daughters are gay. To help, <laughs> to help Harry not only read my sign, Dad. but ask my name. 
Your daughter's gay. To help, to, to help, you've told me ages ago. To help, to help Harry not only read my sign, but ask my name and my mother's, and help me come out to to uh, meant the absolute world to me. Grace later said about the event, amazing stuff. Well done, Harry Styles. Uh, well done, Lisa. Well done, Tina. Well done, Grace, and well done the other girl. I can't remember her name now, but all all good. Thank you. And on that note, let's move on to the next part of the Tina. show. She's gay. Lisa, she's gay. Um, and what I want to do <laughs> is move on to the next part of the interview with Eddie Ross. Now, Eddie uh, runs an amazing mental health podcast uh, that um, I've listened to, really enjoyed, and um, think that you should listen to. All of the details on the podcast are going to be in the show notes. And the conversation with Eddie was all around mental health, helping uh, helping people understand the some of the tips and techniques that you can use to improve your mental health, which Eddie's podcast talked about quite a lot. Um, and um, Eddie shares a bit about his story in this interview and talks about some of the tips that you should consider to potentially improve your own mental health. Shall we have a little listen? Let's do it. Like Tell that. me a bit about the page. Talk to me. So is that on Facebook? It's on Instagram. Instagram. It's, it, we haven't gone through to, I keep saying we like it's the organisation. It's not. It's just me. <laughs> I do everything on it on my own. It's, um, it's yeah, it's just on Instagram at the moment. Um, so it's basically... And these are where the videos are, right? These are where the videos are, all the motivational quotes. We have, uh, I've had, you know, other guests come on the page and stuff like that to speak. Um, I've actually been asked to do a bit of uh, motivational speaking about uh, mental health in companies now, yeah. so I'll be putting that onto it. But it's more like little sentences, little phrases, little quotes that you can read it in the morning and think, you know what, that's me. That's giving me a boost for the day. Yeah, yeah. but like, like one of my most um, most liked posts actually was, do you ever feel like you have your demons locked up, but you're the one who gives them the key? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then people start going, oh yeah, I've, I've got this and this and this going on, but sometimes I think about it and boom, I'm down into the ground again. Gotcha. So you are the only one who lets who lets yeah, that demon who's out. Who's in control? Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, the, the, everything is on there. Uh, even the links to the website and to the podcast, it's all on there. Uh, and that's where I actually speak to a lot of. I don't like to say clients, but uh, that's where I speak to a lot of people about yeah, their, yeah. their mental health. So I actually book them into little slots through the day. So I work seven days a week. Yeah. So it's a little bit hard. So in the evenings, I'll say to someone, okay, well, if you want to talk talk to me, you can talk to me between six and seven. Okay. And we'll have that slot. So I actually speak to people every day, um, all different, all people from around the world. Uh, and Just supporting them just, through just, their yeah, own journeys. Because I'm not involved. Yeah. I'm not involved in anything that actually goes well, wrong. Well, I mean, I, I suppose what you said was really interesting because the... The um, story that I like the most, and I'm pretty sure we've told it on the podcast before, but the story I like the most is is the one um, um, about a granddad and is speaking to his grandson. And he said, um, in your mind, there's two wolves. Have you heard this story? No. So in your mind, there's two wolves. There's one that's full of worry and doubt and insecurity and, okay. and hate and you know all of this sort of all these negative emotions. And there's one that's full of love and hope and joy and and happiness and you know kindness and all of that sort of stuff. And these two wolves are always um, sort of fighting. 
and the yeah. little boy turns around and goes, Grandad, who wins? What wolf wins? And the granddad just says, the one you feed. Mm. And it's really interesting. See, I love that story because it does. And again, you know, it's a very simple analogy to, you know, as humans, we're complex, aren't we? It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't describe everything we go through. But, you know, part of the, what you, the work you do on your podcast and part of the work we try and do on the Kindness Project is highlighting there is hope, you know, yeah. highlighting that there is stories and ways of coping that we that there we is do. the light at the end of the tunnel yeah the sun comes up every day the moon comes out every night yeah yeah it yeah. doesn't wait for you yeah so yeah you yeah. need to get on and keep going and so if the sun rises there is hope for you as well yeah agreed great what's the i mean like throughout the work you've done in the podcast and and you know the work you've done to speak to people every day What's the greatest misconception that most people have about their own mental health or just mental health in general? Greatest misconception? Um, oh, that's a good one, actually. Like I said to you about uh, people think that if you're helping everyone all the time, then you must be all right. Um, yeah, that's a big one because there'll be weeks where I'm actually really struggling and no one will know because I missed a positive on my page for you. That that's a that's a big mm. one. Um, but there's a perception that positivity means that you're okay, and that's a challenge. Isn't yeah, it? and that you Firstly, can have toxic positivity. Yeah. Whereas you're lying to yourself and you're lying yeah. to others, and that yeah. then puts you in some sort of alter ego. Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. You are Mr. Happy. You are Mr. Cheerful. Yeah, you've got. To, yeah. And you can't keep that character up. Yeah. Firstly, and again, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask this: How are you at the moment? At the moment, I'm, I'm fine. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> well, no, I, I, look, mate, it's nice to be asked. Isn't it? So <laughs> it I, is, thought, it nice. I thought I'd be the one, hopefully, Thank to, you. to ask you. That's funny, weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got this little image of you having like, a little counter on your phone, right? Chris said it on the, yeah. on the 11th <laughs> of October. Like that, yeah. when, when are we going to. I'm going to send you a Christmas card saying that. Mate, just, just, just send me a little message. I'll, I'll ask how you are anytime you want. Um, so, and, and then I started. The other thing is what you know. What is that? How do we make sure we maintain positivity, but we're honest about the mental health challenges we have? Because you're allowed to have down days. Yeah, you are allowed yeah. to have bad yeah, days, yeah. and then bad days can turn into weeks, and that's all right. Yeah. As long as you mention it, because otherwise, no one's going to know that you are that way, mm. and it's better for your surroundings to know. So they can check up yeah, on you, yeah. uh, whether that be friends, family, work colleagues. As long, like you know, I sometimes go up to my boss at work and say, Do "You know what? I'm not feeling myself for the last couple of days. Um, I'll, I'll check up on you again in like a couple of weeks' time, just to let you know how I'm doing." That's fine. So yeah. if I am in some sort of issue or trouble, you know, at work, then he'll go, "Okay, well, he has told me he's got stuff on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it does work with friends. And and do you think? I mean, I've, certainly, certainly, I've got a perspective on this. But do you think stigma around having conversations about mental health still Men's exists? Mental health, definitely. Yeah, I, I agree. mean, it's it's getting there it's very slowly but surely. Um, but we've still got a lot of work to do because there's always going to be that stigma of as you're the man, you're the provider, you're the you're the rock, you're the strong one, mm. you're the one who goes to the gym, you're the hard man. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I go to the gym to try and keep everything else yeah. at bay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's that's how I release my endorphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that that was a massive stigma that I tried to do. Do you know what my actual target audience for the page and podcast was meant to be for men? 
and I have seventy percent women listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then, part of that might be because women are, are, are more comfortable having conversations about. Yeah, definitely, else. they are. You know, I mean, interestingly, I was, I was saying before the uh, podcast about um, the interviews we did with Ollie, Ollie Smith, and for listeners of the podcast, definitely check Ollie's interviews out because, particularly in certain professions and sectors we think we need to be number one right all the time which is absolute nonsense yeah. isn't it you know yeah. no, nobody is perfect but also number two strong and this mm. perception of strong then doesn't allow us to have open and honest conversations yeah. about ourselves it's because the strong is manly and it's like well am i not allowed to have emotion yeah exactly yeah yeah exactly is it because yeah. you know that like, i do this and i do that and that it doesn't actually make me less of a man if maybe I actually want to sit there and cry and let everything out. It shouldn't do, but there is that perception that yeah, it is yeah. still there. Or, or put your hand up every now and again and go, look, I'm struggling a bit. I just need to talk this through, or I need some help, or I need 10 minutes, or you know, whatever it is, just just admitting that that you haven't got to be, you haven't got to be perfect. You are allowed to put up your hand and say that... I'm not feeling myself. At yeah, the yeah. And that was one of my biggest regrets was not asking for help sooner. Was was that when you were? And again, if you don't want to talk about this, that's fine. But when you were, um, when you were addicted, or or later, or yes, well, whilst whilst I was struggling with addiction, yeah, yeah, I wished that I asked for help a lot sooner. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was, I think, that was more like the in denial. That no, you're all right. Don't worry about it. You're good. And that's not me talking. That's the addiction. Yeah. Uh, well, we say like you know, I, I like to say taking drugs or alcohol is a choice, but addiction is a disease. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it does come into it where the disease actually takes over, and that controls all of your uh, thought processes, yeah. all of your emotions, and they're never happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, might yeah. be happy five minutes, and yeah, then the yeah. rest of the day it is absolutely depressing okay it's awful so i suppose i suppose the other thing it's really interesting when it comes to mental health because the other thing um uh i often think is how amazing some of these tools are that we've got now digitally Mm. to talk to other people again from around the world share some of these ideas and stories help people positively but also how some of these tools can be detrimental to our own mental health. What do you think about that, like, sort of uh, challenge? Social media. That's the worst thing and the best thing in the world. Um, Social media for the fact that everyone has to be a certain person and you have to dress a certain way, you have to look a certain way, you have to be tanned, you have to be this, you have to be rich. Um, That's not everyday life. Yeah. For for normal people, it's not. And, you know, for, for, for that that couple that you aspire to be who's on social media, who's always in Dubai and who's always at posh restaurants, no one knows that actually they argue every day and they're massively in debt from the holidays. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what's really bad. Um, and obviously the trolling that goes on, the abusive messages. Um, but then obviously I've, I've spoken to the, spoken to, sorry, the best people ever through into the mind and the strongest people ever who I would never have spoken to in the street. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That is, yeah. That, and and that and fun. that's the challenge, isn't it? Yeah. Such a great connector and and, and we get to get windows of the world where you know you can 
you can have com have really interesting conversations with people you'd never connect with, and um, I mean it was funny. Uh, I I we've had a we've had a guy on the podcast who I, who I knew sort of vaguely, and this was a couple of years ago. An amazing guy called Patrick Luong, and the reason I knew him is because he was in our professional field, so he worked as a yeah. financial planner, and um, his his story is amazing because. He um, he um, did his own financial plan and worked out he didn't want to be a financial planner anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he said, okay, I don't think this is... Because a lot of the conversations we have with clients isn't always about money. It's about yeah. purpose and what you want to do with your life and then linking the money to allow you to do that. But um, working out what really inspires you... Um, uh, to live the life you want. Um, luckily, I love being a financial planner, so I'm, oh, I'm, right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to carry on. But Patrick did, and he left to work in the charity sector. Okay. So I said to him, "Look, come along and you know we'll have a conversation about life, but we'll also have a conversation about charities." I think he was working for Water Aid at the time, so we had a conversation about the amazing work they do supplying clean water to to various parts of the world. But um. Uh, and he listens to the podcast and promotes the podcast. He's been amazing in that regard. But I was running the marathon a couple of weeks ago. I was running uh, round the back of Canary Wolf on the way to Canary Wolf. And suddenly up pops Patrick, right? He's just there. <laughs> I was like, I haven't seen you for a lot. Last time he was in the podcast was nine months ago. And the problem is I'm quite tactile, right? So... I'm running, I'm emotional anyway, because I'm running the marathon's quite emotional. I'm about 16 and a bit miles in. Patrick goes, Chris, I'll see him and just give him a big cut, cuddle. Yeah. And, and the problem is, we've had COVID. I don't know whether he's comfortable with a hug or not. Um, uh, and I haven't seen him for a while. And I'm all sweaty. And I just give him a big hug. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I know I know, I should have asked first. Normally, I just wanted the, the, the human connection. So anyway, right on. Yeah. Uh, Got 17 miles with the charity was. I did it for St. Francis Hospice. Uh, uh, and my girls were there, my two daughters and, and my wife. Had a big hug from them. Um, and then got to mile 23. There's Patrick again. <laughs> so I was like, he, that cuddle couldn't have been too bad. Yeah. He, he knows it. So anyway, I actually... Uh, oops, sorry, um, I'm being a bit noisy. Um, uh, um, I actually, <laughs> I actually um, asked him this time whether he wanted a cuddle or not. Yeah, yeah he did. so it was all right, but yeah. Well, I think it would have been a bit late to ask now, wouldn't it? Just be like, we've done it once, let's do it again. Exactly, exactly. We've broken all the rules already. We we need, we need to make sure that we're 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 being a bit careful. Human contact is key. Yeah, yeah, great. And I think I think during lockdown we've missed that, haven't we? Yeah, you know that that sort of just yeah, we was all so deprived of human contact. Yeah, I didn't yeah, think we'd ever get to a point. Where we'd be deprived of you. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about the, um, in terms of the key yeah, topics on the podcast where you thought, you know what, I really need to talk about this and the fe feedback you've got from the podcast so far. Uh, probably reason why. 
Right. The reason why was a big one for me. Um, that I struggled for weeks writing it because every time I thought I didn't finished, I read it through and it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted. Delete, 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 start again. Right. It wasn't what I wanted. Delete again. So that took me ages because how you feel it and how you want to try and write it down is two totally different things. Because I need to put it out there for everyone else to kind of have the same perception of it. And so reason, talk to me a little bit about that. What, what do you mean by the reason why? The reason why can change your life. Mm. Um, and it changed mine. So as long, I think as long as your reason why is big enough and it's strong enough, then you can do anything. So my reason why to come off drugs was my kid brother. I didn't want him growing up and knowing me to be that certain way or, you know, even not being around and stuff like that. So he was my reason why. I have uh, another person on my on my Into the Mind who said that her reason why after I released it was her daughter's who, um, she has bipolar and she got diagnosed a little while ago and just refused all medication. Right. So now she started taking medication, now she feels a lot better and that's her reason why was her kids. To, to then make a happy environment at home. Yeah. And someone else wanted to uh, try and get a promotion at work. And yeah. I told them, what is your reason why to get that? What is your reason why to get the more money and the promotion? What is your main goal? And they told me what it was. I said, keep that in, in your mind. And what was That's it? Focus. Uh, it was to buy him and his girlfriend a house. Okay. They've now got a mortgage. Yeah. Because that was his reason why. But you know what's interesting, Eddie? How much of people's reason why are about other people? Yes. And being a, you know, uh, what's your reason why for now to sitting here today? What's your reason why? My reason why now is because I've got, <laughs> it's, it sounds a bit silly, but I've got too deep now with Into the Mind, where now people kind of rely on me and stuff <laughs> like that. So my, my reason why now to carry on is for other people who I help. Yeah. And it's the messages I get fed back of, uh, thank you so much for having the time with me. Thank you. I've now seen a therapist. I've now gone to rehab. And it's it's them thank yous that keep me going. And that they're my reasons why. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. But, yeah, it's interesting where it's always related to being kind to others, isn't it? Or being yeah, it a role is, model, yeah. Or being, you know, it's, it's almost like giving back. Your reason why is almost giving back to, yeah. to whether it's a family member, a friend, or society itself. Yeah. There's always something else that's bigger than you that you want to participate yeah. in. Yeah. And I think that if that is your main goal, it's then purpose, that's, worth, it? that's worth yeah. doing. You know, it's funny. When I think about my reason why, I've thought about this a lot. Um, it's um, teaching my kids. So, so for me, the element that that is the big for me is teaching. I mean, the, one of the reasons we did the kindness project and start the kindness project is because I was trying to prove to both myself and and my girls that um, you could do well and do good. Yeah. You could, you can actually, you know, have a positive impact in the world and make a decent living, you yeah, know, and, 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 and that sort of it. stuff. 
and 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 everything that you know if if you trace back everything that I do when I get up in the morning so that I don't think purpose comes from money I think it comes from well, whether you're believing in what you're doing mm. um, uh, money plays might play a part in that but certainly it's it's got to be a lot more than that but getting up in the morning with a clear purpose a clear reason why it's so yeah. important well, you say about the money that's, that's my point exactly is that I don't get paid for into the mind yeah, yeah, no, yeah, nothing, yeah. Nothing yeah. comes my way. It's all outgoing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Yeah, probably the only thing I get from it is where I sell the t-shirts and the wristbands. That is the only part that I get back. All, all my time I spend talking to people online every day. Uh, all my weekends of editing podcasts. I've booked a studio myself. Yeah, yeah I've booked yeah. people's parking to make sure that they are comfortable coming on the show. I book, um, you know, there's, there's so many things that's outgoing that keeps the website and keeps the podcast, keeps everyone happy. Um, but <laughs> again, that's my reason why. But it's nothing to do with money. No. It's just about giving back. But also, I mean, when, I mean, if you're, I mean, interestingly for me, and I, I don't know if this is the same for you, but part of my reason why is I'm always learning. So, um, these conversations help me learn and grow as a human. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So having the opportunity to just, it's, it, it is really interesting because when you run a podcast, having the opportunity to just phone somebody up and go, you're really interesting. Can I have a conversation with you? Is a privilege. Yeah. Um, it's really uh, good. So it's, really it's, nice. it's, it's, it's a really good way of sort of, you know, meet, as you say, meeting interesting people, maintaining connections yeah. and, hearing from other people who are doing great stuff in the world um so so that's why you're one because you're yeah. doing amazing <laughs> stuff i really i really really love your, you what you're doing so that was the second part of eddie's interview hope you enjoyed that and as we always do it's the it's the end the one of the podcast ow but the end of the podcast is never the end of the podcast because the end is always the beginning. And last week's question of the podcast was, what word always gets your tongue tied, you misspell or you mispronounce? And uh, we realised that Rassi's word, and he didn't even know it, was Wyro's. <laughs> Clearly, Wyro's. <laughs> no, and, and, and did we mention what words we mispronounce? Because I, I always misspell anything with an I and E, and e in. I'm glad spell... Oh, I'll get an five for that one. I'm glad spell check actually exists. What's yours, Ross? I have a few. Calendar's um, a real one I, I struggle with. Calendar is difficult. So is feminism. And definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, as a concept, or as a... <laughs> <laughs> spelling. it's under attack at the bit uh, at the minute. Feminism, depending on depending on who you are, but yeah, there is a lot of answers to this. I mean, people were really super open about uh, what they uh, struggled with. Damien Clyburn said too many to mention, but when I read stuff back, I always nearly nearly always leave the R off. Um, Roger Edwards says said separate. I always look at that word and think, nah, that doesn't Yeah, I always right. think it's set E-R-A-T-E. Mm. It's not... Carla Landley said, I'm not even convinced I've got it right here. Um, but phenomenon, phenomenon, phen- I, I can't phenomenon. do that. Phenomenon. Or phenomena. Uh, and William Fridge it. says he always gets preliminary wrong. Uh, Ivor Harper says, 
corollary, corollary, corollary. Oh, it's the, uh, it's the, um, uh, I've, I've, I've gone too far. Where's the dictionary? Corollary. Corollary. I don't know. Martin, Corollary? Martin, yeah, potentially. Martin McNamara says he gets everything wrong. Um, and then Francis Barrett says, um, particularly, I put too many lollies. So it's particularly lolly. Um, David Forsyth <laughs> says, I'll find no problem spelling stuff. What are you on about? The entire sentence is it, spelled it, wrong. It, it works better in text, doesn't it? Eve Keith said, Topically, I can't say skeleton properly. Why topically? I don't know. Um, I think we asked this question around Halloween. Ah, uh, yes. Sharon Adkins says, I, ca I really cannot type the word regards first time. Um, I have used the word retards on uh, a number of occasions. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, I didn't put that. I didn't put that. It's a typo. Not a, not a, uh, uh, we're not using it in any um, other way. Uh, Russ, save us, save us, Russ. Uh, uh, as a dyslexic, I find this, dys the word dys dyslexia super hard, Sam Children, as Children said. I also can't say worry and um, spell you. Uh, Spelt the word spelt as strat. Uh, many of an uh, argument as a child, I was insistent I was right spelling stuff correctly. Jackie Bish, uh, Bishop said, I struggle with the plastic bit, bit you use to play a guitar. Is that a plectrum? I can't remember. It's a pick. Is it a pick? Okay, well, it's, it's not allowed. Br uh, Brian Hill said, I never know the difference between effect and effect. No, I don't either. Sandra Conlinson said, uh, Bear in my job is uh, in a HR. I can't spell the word disciplinary. Be awkward. Um, Carol Hassey said, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm making some laugh. Uh, Carol Hassel said, I really struggled to say brewery. It wasn't an issue until I moved to Rumford, <laughs> um, which is really good. Sharon Hirsch said jewellery uh, is the one I always get in her mother with. Louise McNamee said she struggled with the word investigative. Uh, uh, Doug Bennett struggled with the word jewellery. And Giampaolo Parodi said he struggled with rhythm and algorithm. I mean, fair enough. They're spelled very differently, but they sound very much the same. Very true. And on that note, my friends, that is the end we of done. another podcast. We will see you next week on The Kindness Project. Bye. 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 Bye.